0: For the fans in the Midwest, but heard coast to coast. The ones that bleed red and yellow. This is the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast over on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Travis Steffen, and today we're going to be talking about the Chiefs' gut-wrenching loss to the Oakland Raiders on Thursday Night Football, and I was going to record this last night, but honestly, you probably just would have heard me cussing every other word, I mean, I was livid, and I think a lot of you guys were too, and I saw a lot of that on Twitter after the game, and I think a lot of it was a little overblown, I think that there was some uh, points made, you know, I I just briefly got on and, and looked at what you guys were talking about, and... I think some of it was justified, but I think a lot of it was a little too much. You know, the Chiefs are still 5-2. and two. Yes, that's two uh, losses in a row, and it was a very uh, hard loss for both of those games. But if you look at it, the Chiefs, once again, they're 5-2 and two with a very, very tough schedule to start off the season. And if you look at the schedule... You got the Broncos on Monday Night Football next week, and then you have the Dallas Cowboys without Ezekiel Elliott. I'm guessing, who knows at this point? And then you have a bye week before you go to the Giants. And after that bye week is the easier part of the Chiefs' schedule. It's much easier than these first seven games. And I think that a lot of people are panicking after what we saw last night and what we saw last Sunday. I think that a lot of people are forgetting the the pieces that we are missing that are still coming back, let alone the ones that are gone for the season. Um, really, the only ones off the top of my head that I can think of that are gone for the season are Conley and Barry. And yes, I think that Barry definitely could have changed a lot of this game. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and just say that Eric Murray is garbage or that you know he's not he, he's he's basically just had a bad game and I I can't I can't really tell if you know his first couple games were just because you know offenses didn't really have much tape on him or exploited much of it but Murray had a good first few games he did really well against Ertz uh when we were playing the Eagles he did really well against the Redskins um but I think that it's a it's a little bit of in between I think that you know he he is still an upcoming player he's still got a lot of things he needs to work on and he's not Eric Berry he and so do I think that Eric Berry being in this game makes a huge change of course I think that Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people say, uh, whatever, you know, both sides on Eric Berry, but Eric Berry, I think, I, I don't believe that he's under or overrated. I think that he is a huge part of this defense. And I think that he's a big factor on how they scheme this defense. And, you know, you have, when you have Parker and Sorensen out there, it's a lot different than, Parker and Barry. I think that Barry is a huge step over Sorensen, some of you might uh disagree, but I think that having Barry on the field, he can do a lot more than Sorensen. He's better against the run. Uh I, we we talked last episode about Sorensen getting pushed out of the uh run plays by offensive linemen. I think that Barry is a lot better against the run. I think that he's a lot better deep safety. Um just all around, I think that Barry is a big step up from Daniel Sorensen, which is not a huge knock on Sorensen. I think that Sorensen is a good player, but he definitely has his his downsides. And, um, you know, I think that subbing out Murray for Barry last night would have been a huge difference in the game. You know, Murray, got, Murray had a couple good plays. He had the blocked field goal, and he had a key stop uh, on third down to get the Chiefs the ball. For their last drive, but overall he got beat quite a bit last night, and 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 they t- and the Raiders took advantage of it. The Raiders took advantage of the Chiefs' weaknesses, and it, it was just an ugly game. Uh, you know, I I talked about my confidence in the defense, and I've I've been uh, defending not only the defense and his players, but Bob Sutton but this this was definitely a game that was lost by the defense and by Bob Sutton and I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that uh I saw a lot of you guys uh trashing Terrence Mitchell saying that he pretty much always needs someone over the top um that you know basically getting the same kind of treatment as Philip Gaines and um I'm not going to sit here and defend Philip Gaines for any reason. I think that, you know, he is – yes, he's got picked on quite a bit and he's got beat quite a bit. And there's a lot of times where I'm just sitting here like, what is he doing, Uh, you know, when he finally gets his head turned around last week, couldn't make the play, hits off his face face mask and Antonio Brown touchdown, which we saw a little bit of a payback or – retribution for that with Albert Wilson's touchdown that hit off the hands of um one of the Raiders secondary members and took that to the house so that that was definitely a uh nice thing to see there but uh I want to talk to you guys about what I saw last night on Twitter and um you know a lot of you guys I saw I think like I said earlier I think it was way blown out of proportion. I think a lot of people were really pissed off about this game, as was I. But I think that um, what a lot of you guys were saying, such as Bob Sutton needs to be fired, I don't know how Bob Sutton still has a job, uh, this and that. Okay, look. We're midway through this season. Who? What, okay, if you fire Bob Sutton, what then? Who? Who? Who's going to take over that role? And... In years past, Bob Sutton has had a very good defense for the Kansas City Chiefs. The last couple of years, this defense is what carried this team. And so now with, you know, a couple, you know, I guess a couple bad games, but I, I defended, you know, them last week saying, I'll let Le'Veon Bell run for 300 yards as long as they still only get 17 points. Okay, you know, I know a lot of people really are very tired of this Ben Don't Break defense, but the the difference between last week and this week is they broke. Um and some of that has to do with Bob Sutton and some of that has to do with the players. And um, you know, we we have to hold those players accountable for their play. And I think that when I when I look at Bob Sutton's defense It's built around its playmakers and built to have a strong secondary. And when you have key players, like your starting superstar safety Eric Berry out for the season after one week, then you have uh, Steven Nelson, who hasn't played all season. He's been on IR and supposed to come back in a couple weeks. So you have a starting corner and all pro safety out so i expect a little bit of um a setback for that secondary and you have guys like Derek johnson who's not playing like Derek johnson he's he has taken a step backwards and you know we've seen a little bit of that and we talked about that last episode as well and you have you know peters who's I I don't even know what he's doing. Um, He's not been that shutdown corner. And even when he's not giving up a lot of plays, he's still being a problem. Whether it's tackling or penalties. And that's another thing that was really frustrating about this game. The, The officiating was absolute garbage. I mean... Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and blame the officiating for the whole game cuz I think that there was, you know, plenty of spots where the Chiefs could have put it away or could have done better, but there there were a lot of missed calls once again and it, it, there was some missed on the Chiefs as well. But there was a lot of key calls that should have been made or wrong calls that were made that really affected this game. Uh you have the um Alan Bailey getting a fumble off Derek Carr and Justin Houston picking it up. Well, that got called back because of illegal hands on Eric Murray. That's one of those absolute just wrong calls, and even even uh, Tony Romo was was explaining this on the air, and I really like how Tony Romo kind of uh, explains more in depth of the game for you know, even, even guys, you know, like higher up that, you know, they might, they might not have seen it that way. Or, you know, just pointing out stuff that especially the, uh, casual watching fan would not know, but even Tony Romo was saying that Eric Murray was still within the five yards. That contact is legal. So the Chiefs should have had the ball at the Raiders 20 right there and instead got a penalty for barely touching the receiver within 5 yards. Okay? If you didn't know, within 5 yards it is legal contact. I've seen guys just get laid out. We saw Kelsey get laid out in this game within 5 yards. Yet Eric Murray just touching the guy. It's apparently interference. That 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 was an absolute garbage play. And you have um you know, you look at you look at the end of the game where Crabtree got a penalty in the end zone for pushing off and it got called back. Okay. So why was it not called again on the final touchdown that they let go through? Because that final touchdown, he did the exact same thing, pushing off of Mitchell. Okay. And I know that, uh, a lot of people, uh, were talking about how that, you know, it's usually not called the, the original, Uh, push off by Crabtree you know something like that he didn't fully extend his arm or anything but a lot of a lot of people were talking about how that's usually a call that's not made yes it is pass interference but it's usually a call that they kind of let go well they didn't let it go and he got the penalty and it pushed it back and then after two penalties by the Chiefs getting a another shot at the end zone and Crabtree pushes off again the exact same way right in front of the ref and it's not called. So that consistency is what I really have a problem with. And so we, we saw a lot of calls or no calls in that game that were a real big factor in this game. You know, I talked, I just said, you know, keep, keep places in that game, that turnover that should have been the chiefs ball, the touchdown to finish the game, to win the game for the Raiders. It's, it's very frustrating the consistency and I feel like every week it's getting worse and worse with the officiating, but back to Sutton's defense. Um, you know, I think we're starting to see teams kind of figure out the weaknesses in this team. You know, when you have injuries like, like that in the secondary teams are going to pick up on that and they're going to start taking advantage of them. And my problem, you know, I think that, Bob Sutton has done, you know, pretty well over the first six weeks. But this game, we, we schemed as if we were playing the Steelers again. And when we played the Steelers, we played to stop the pass like we usually do. And in this game, we played to stop the run. Which I didn't understand because like last episode I stated, I was not afraid of the Raiders run game. And... I don't really understand putting up that much dedication to stopping the run when this team is a passing team. Derek Carr threw it 52 times. Yet in the final final seconds of the game, when we're trying to keep Oakland out of the end zone, we got Justin Houston playing contain. So that, that's something that is very frustrating to me. And... I don't think that, you know, I, I know that he built this defense around players like Peters, Barry, Houston, uh, you know, you could say DJ. Okay, well, well, DJ's not playing like DJ. DJ's taking a step back. Uh, you got Peters who's having issues, who had two penalties of his own, which, honestly, the, the hit on Carr that caused the whole... Uh, you know, pushing back and forth and got Lynch ejected from the game. It's a, it's a weird situation I find myself in with that play because I think it was a legal hit, but I also think it was a little bit dirty. I think that, um, with Derek Carr, he passed the line of scrimmage. And so therefore he is a runner. Uh, Alan Bailey pretty much had him down. He wasn't all the way down yet. But the whistle had not blown. So that was a legal hit on Carr. And they call you know, so Peters got a huge penalty for that. Got everybody worked up. And I I, I I have no problem with the Raiders defending the quarterback. But I don't agree with that call. The whistle had not blown yet. It was not a late hit. He was not a QB. He was a runner. So I, I, I fail to understand that one, but he also had another one where Parker was right there with him covering Cooper. Catch probably would not have been made, yet Peters drapes himself over Cooper, getting the Raiders down to the, the three-yard line where they ended up scoring a touchdown just a couple plays later. that It's something that I, I don't understand. Peters has been a problem. He has not been tackling. He is causing penalties. I I am really concerned at this point. And but going back to it, you know, I I keep going back and forth. But you know, Bob Sutton's defense is built around those guys. And if you have Barry out, DJ and Peters not playing up to their uh, usual potential, or DJ regressing and Peters just doing his own thing stupidity um you know you're going to have with Nelson and Barry out you're going to have weaknesses and we do Philip Gaines is a weakness right now uh Murray was a game or a weakness uh in that game as well so the problem i have is Bob Sutton is not scheming to make up for that or changing his scheme to help those weaknesses and instead he's making it even worse by having justin houston contain and cover justin houston is one of the best pass rushers in this league and he's constantly playing contain or playing the run okay we're playing against Derek carr Why are we trying to contain Derek Carr? It's not like he's the type of quarterback to go and run for a bunch of yards. Especially after being hurt and being rushed back. So, I don't understand why Houston is not rushing more. And Sutton is trying to rely on three linemen to get to to and get pressure on the quarterback consistently. Which is just outrageous. You can't expect that from... A three-man rush every play and so you know I, I I just don't understand it I don't understand why we were playing the run like we were playing the Steelers why, why didn't we do that against the Steelers but then we go and do it against the Raiders who's a passing team I I just do not understand it and um you know I saw a few people um you know talking about Lynch Lynch pretty much came out there not to pick a fight with any of the Chiefs players. He was pretty much defending Marcus Peters, which I think is going to be a huge problem in the locker room for the Raiders instead of defending your quarterback. And I heard he even left the facility after getting ejected. But Lynch is not beast mode. Okay? Um, You know, their, their run game is not built around Marshawn Lynch either. Marshawn Lynch had two carries for nine yards in that game leading up to that. And they, they were using Washington and Rashard more than they were Lynch. So this whole built-up juggernaut because they got Marshawn Lynch is false. Lynch is not beast mode anymore. And uh, Cooper came out and had a really good game. And most of the night, guess where he was lining up in the slot against Philip Gaines? There's that weakness. Why Why are we not helping gains? Why are we playing loose coverage once again? You know, we saw that last week where our corners were playing way off the line and in very loose coverage. We saw it again last night. I didn't think it was as bad. I think that we I saw Mitchell up on the line of scrimmage a lot more than we did against the Steelers. But overall, Cooper was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. And, you know, especially on that second touchdown by Cooper where he started out on with Gaines on him. Gaines passes him off to Murray who never comes down. And when Cooper's thrown the ball, Murray makes a bad angle and it's a touchdown. But we saw Cooper running around with pretty much nobody on him because it was such loose coverage. And I don't understand it. I, I really don't the, the, you know, Bob Sutton allowed the Raiders to pass all over him with, with no physicality to it. Really? Um, you know, you guys talk about Terrence Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell had some really good breakups last night and had some good coverage as well. He's going to get beat like physical corners, get beat playing like that. It's going to happen. But more often than not, he's playing well, and he's getting in there. He's fighting the catch point when he's allowed to be on his receiver. You cannot blame Terrence Mitchell if they make a catch because he is told to be playing loose coverage. That's not on him. So, you know, I I, I don't agree with the Terrence Mitchell backlash right now. I don't um, agree with the Bob Sutton needs to be fired uh, I th- I think that we're missing a few key players, and Bob Sutton does need to scheme better. He need you know him and Reid both. They they basically stick stick to the same scheme every game. They don't they don't scheme very much for their opponent. They don't change their scheme to match their opponent. They think that their one scheme will beat every team, and we saw last night another team taking advantage of that. They knew what the scheme was going to be so those those are my main issues and i'll actually be writing an article about the defense uh on arrowhead addict for tomorrow i'll be finishing and working on that article after i record this but um you know we we had no no answer for cooper or the raiders passing game at all really Derek carr came away with 417 yards and three touchdowns the run game was held pretty nicely but like I said, not worried about the run game. But when you allow 32 first downs to the opposing team, it it is absolutely mind blowing to me. I I cannot understand it. And you know, with the loose coverage, another game of missed tackles everywhere, it it it's very infuriating. And it's something that needs to get taken care of if they want to take this next step, especially late in the season and into the playoffs. But I want to switch it over. You know, we got, we got a, you know, a little bit left. Uh, I'm going to get back to trying to keep these to 30 minutes. So I'm going to go through these a little quick, but the offense had a great day. You know, I, I know that the Raiders defense isn't all that great, but for the most part, the offense did really well. Uh, Alex Smith went 25 for 36, 342 yards and two touchdowns. Another game for Alex Smith over 300 yards. I mentioned, you know, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. I can't remember that Alex Smith up until this year, it only had, he's never thrown 300 plus yards twice in one season. And now this is what the third time Alex Smith got back to it. He, the offense in general got back to what they do. They got back to this year's Chiefs offense instead of the crap that we saw against the Steelers Alex Smith had four thrown passes 20 plus yards and completed all four for 191 yards and two touchdowns that is phenomenal um you know I, I can't remember if I said Alex Smith had two touchdowns he actually had three um but overall fantastic day for the most part for Alex Smith uh cream hunt had a, another day he continues to set records 18 for 87 yards and four catches for 30 yards all in the first half for the receiving but that's the seventh consecutive game by a rookie uh with 100 plus scrimmage yards which last week he beat the record and was six games but now it's seven uh hill had a fantastic day six for 125 and a touchdown alex smith hit him beautifully in stride Didn't have to slow down. In fact, he might have actually sped up a little bit to catch that ball on that drive. They started off at the one and in three plays, touchdown. It was an absolute beauty of a throw. And he had a few of them. The the throw to Kelsey for the touchdown was a great pass. Um, You know, he had that deep shot to Robinson on that uh drive that hill got his touchdown on robinson had a pretty good game five for 69 yards um he looked good out there uh i'm thinking about uh taking a you know look at his last two games i told you guys how he was doing really well at getting off the his defender last week he just wasn't getting looked at or getting the ball thrown to him we saw him get the ball this week and he looked really good out there wilson had one catch for 63 yards and a touchdown off that tip pass that we talked about a little bit ago. Um, but I think my real ma- just main concern with the offense is Kelsey is still not getting a big part of the game plan. And I think part of that is that teams are bracketing him and trying to limit him. But also, Reed is not calling enough plays to get him the ball or get him... Uh, to be the first read, at least. Uh, so that is a little frustrating to me. Um, But same time, Kelsey takes me off a little bit. I think that uh, in that last drive by Kansas City, uh, Kelsey got the ball on second down, I think it was. And if he would have just turned up field, could have been a first down. And that's at least three more downs that you can run the clock. If not negate the Raiders getting the ball back at all, but instead he made a rookie mistake of running east to west and got tackled shy. Next play, Alex Smith is sacked. Raiders get the ball back with two minutes left. It was very frustrating. That that play is another play that could have changed the game. Um, But all in all, I think that... I think we saw... we, we We've talked about the Chiefs' offense just needing to stay consistent, and we, we've we seen a couple games with the Chargers and the Steelers where they were inconsistent. So it's kind of like every three games, I guess, uh, so far. But overall, this offense is looking really good, and it's carrying the defense a little bit, especially in this game. It just didn't pay off. Um, but I do have a lot of concerns. But at the same time, like I said – the, the schedule looks a lot easier from here on out. You still you still got to play the Jets. You still got Buffalo coming here. You got Dallas, who I'm not, I you know, terrible defense, uh, especially if they don't have Elliott. I, I'm not too worried about it, but who knows? I wasn't too worried about the Raiders either. At the same time, I probably should have been a little bit just because they needed this win more than the Chiefs uh, to keep their season alive uh, or get back into it. But overall, I think that the Chiefs easily can make the playoffs. It's just a matter of what seed. Can can they get that first seed? Which is huge. It is a very huge part, and that's why losses like this really hurt. It lets the rest of the league catch up. Um, you know, if the Steelers win against the Bengals this weekend, then, you know, they're they're they got the tiebreaker; they'll be the first seed, probably. Uh, you still got the Patriots, who and you 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 worry. You guys are worrying and panicking about the defense, really quick. Uh, but look at it this way: the Steelers, even though they have the Chiefs' number, I think that the Chiefs' defense is better than the Steelers, and they're they're a talk for you know big playoff contenders, big uh, push for the number one seed. Look at the Patriots. Their defense has been terrible this year, yet they're still up there. Don't panic. I understand that you're very frustrated with last night's game, but do not panic. So, I'm going to spend the weekend looking a little bit more over this game. I might have uh, Kyle join me next week to talk a little bit about it, see where he sat on it. Uh, I'm sure that there will be a couple spots that we agree and disagree, but. Give me some time this weekend to really dive in, especially look at some of the All-22, and I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. So let me know what you guys' thoughts are, what you guys want to hear about, and I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Another Screenplay Chiefs podcast over on Blog Talk Radio. If you like what you hear... Please leave a rating and a review, and if you want to hear more or interact more, find me on Twitter at Stephan NFL or go to the Facebook page at Another Screenplay. See you guys later.